0: Welcome to the 200% Life Podcast, your weekly insights to spiritual growth and business success with Adam Hergenrother and Hallie Warner. So it was actually, I emailed you yesterday, Hallie i said bill who's obviously your wonderful husband is, oh yes he's oh, and i was like hey we
1: were talking about that all last night by the were way you? so yes. i got it so
0: this will be really good because hallie has not heard this story yet so it's actually quite fascinating oh, so i emailed hallie i'm like who do i need to talk to at the state right to
1: i know you wanted me to like give you the governor's phone number or something <laughs> I which i don't have by the <laughs> way
0: <laughs> anyways uh i was saying we have this uh you know in vermont we have a um a kind of a run on bears. Like we have a like a bear problem. I live up in the mountains um in Stowe, and so I actually back up against this thing. And we deal with bears all the time. We see them. I see them weekly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And it's and by the way, it's funny. So I was talking to I ended up talking to the game warden yesterday. And he was telling me he was like, you know, uh, I talked to two different game wardens actually, and they just love to talk about anything. I mean, those guys are. Awesome. I don't think like yeah, like yeah exactly yeah no off. they don't <laughs> they it was just funny because they all wanted to just chat with yeah. me and, and anything. And growing up, I, you know, it was a tradition of hunting with my dad. So I hunted a lot. And, uh, you know, if we saw a bear in the woods while we were hunting, it was like people talked about it for weeks. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like it, I'm talking about when I was 13, 14, 15. She's talking, you know, 25 years ago or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you just you just barely see. I, I can even still remember like the couple times while I was hunting that I saw a bear. Like just saw it running so far away. and It used to be the coolest thing. And recently, they've added bear seasons in here, and generally, there's less people hunting. So anyways, what the guy was telling me, and I'll get to my story in a second, was that seven years ago, and I don't know where the seven came from, but this is really where they started tracking it, biologists started tracking it from. Seven years ago, uh, Sal's, which is a female uh, bear, started realizing they can get a bunch more food from humans. Their gardens, their trash, their Bird bird feeders. their own bushes, like all this stuff. So they started eating way more because typically they used to run 10 square miles. So a bear would go 10 square miles, five miles to get like a berry patch and like maybe a pumpkin or whatever it is or something. Now they realize they can do it much easier. And so their offspring started learning that. Mm. And then they would have more offspring in the same areas. And then they all started, then they learned genetically that that's where the food was. So is it the game
1: warden told you? Yeah.
0: So over the, over the last seven years, what's happened is that the new cubs coming in haven't been trained like biologically mm-hmm. of how to actually fend for food the way they used to because moms are bears are smart and they figure out where the qu- quickest sources of food are. And so this is why Makes we've seen, sense. yeah, it does. This is why you're seeing, cause we have now like 3.2 or something bears per square mile and they want less than one. So like, it's like, it's a, it's a big thing. Anyways. So, We've, we we deal with bears uh, all the time, and, and, and black bears up here, they don't really bother humans. Guy actually told me yesterday that 70% of human attacks involve having a dog, because what it is, the dog chases the bear, the bear then chases the dog, and the dog runs back to the human.
1: Mm. Uh, and he was
0: telling me, so he's like, 70 plus percent of attacks throughout the years of bears have been from dog-related stuff, which makes sense. Uh, anyways, so we... Um, we uh, – yesterday, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I, we had a like a 400-pound bear like almost on my deck. And like I kind of – I took a gun out and I shot into the ground, not the bear, okay? Um, I don't like killing things to kill things. I don't even like killing mosquitoes. I, don't, I honestly like don't like killing animals. Like it's really weird. But I – Are you
1: going hunting this year?
0: No, I haven't been hunting for a couple of years. But uh, I, I do enjoy taking – if I do hunt, I do like enjoy the entire experience. Yes. And I do it with a bow. And I do it and I will – Use every single part of the entire animal, and it will only take a certain maturity level of an animal to control things like we used to in the days. Anyways, that's yes. my hunting side. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, there's a way to hunt, and then there's a way to like go kill an animal. There's t- right. totally different things, by the way.
1: Or more of a, I don't want to say it's a survival thing, but yes, there's a way to I think sustainably and yes. consciously, yeah. hunt.
0: Yes, just like every animal hunts. By the way. Um, and if you're going to eat meat, I also think if you eat meat, you you understand that you killed something to eat that meat. Yes. You're asking, now we're going to tap and tap I know, but, like, but you
1: know what's so funny? There's a lot of, like, we're so far removed from the yeah, actual sources these days it's exactly, that it's so, like, you don't think, you don't about, think about it. You don't think
0: about it, which is why I like it hunting, because it puts you face-to-face with death, the things you're going to eat, and yeah. it makes you appreciate it way more.
1: I, I agree. So, again,
0: I, I, if you don't have to go hunting, that's not my thing. But if you're eating <laughs> yeah. meat, you can't be upset that somebody's going out there hunting, unless they're doing it recklessly right they're just shooting an animal taking the horns i mean that's terrible that yes, that to me speaks nothing to it but again the hunting that i that i do now is much more it's maturity it's taking certain animals using every part of the whole animal including the hide, everything mm-hmm. like we'll donate it use i was every, gonna say sometimes donating yes, we donate to donate it to food it. Shelves sienna or, shot yeah. her first deer because she really wanted the experience we, we i paid to have it butchered we donated it to families who needed it we took some of it ourselves gave it to family members so anyways that's there uh, by the way, elk. If you can get an elk, it's by far the best meat you'll ever have, and we we still have some that we shot a couple years ago, um, and we use it um, or some are sausage, whatever. Anyway, so um, I was, uh, so I took a gun, I shot it in the ground, and the bear ran off. I was like, okay, it's fine. Then yesterday, like a week later, it came back, and uh, I was sitting there, and and it was just coming up to the thing. So I went outside and I shot a couple rounds into the ground. And it just turned and walked into the woods and turned around and looked at me. And I was like, <laughs> oh and I had a uh, 50 cal Desert Eagle. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I don't that. know
1: what that is, but it sounds like it's, it's a like, powerful weapon. It is a,
0: it is a pistol, but it's the oh, most it's powerful a pistol. pistol that you could have. It's a 50 caliber round. Um, it is like, you can ask Bill about it, but it's like yeah. a Desert Eagle is what, like, the the Navy seal, like you, sometimes you see that big pit, like anyways.
1: And you, um so
0: I, so I, anyways, I walk, I, I was trying to get it out of, yeah, yeah. away from my thing. Cause my kids were there. And, and so it turns around and starts growling at me mm. and then fake charges me. Yeah. Like bluff charges That's me. Scary. And at this point, Sarah's in the car. She's like kind of like half filming this. And like, literally I'm like, dude, you take one more step. Like, this is like, you're, this is not going to be a happy ending for you. And I was just trying to get it to protect off our property. I don't care if it off there. And so I walked inside, and it came right back and started pushing over my garage door. The door's shut. We don't have trash out. We don't have bird feeders. We don't do any of stuff. It's trying to push over. You can see the, the prints on my garage yeah. door. It's trying to push the door over.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've so, seen videos of just yes, bears doing that. Yes, trying to get it, and I'm to... going, is this thing kidding me? Or they, if they have a barn door or something, they yeah, try to, like, to like, get it. Yeah, it's trying to get in, the whole thing, thing open. Yeah. And,
0: um, and this is like the second time in a week, so I call the game warden. I'm like, look, like I don't want to kill an animal to kill an animal. Um... What are my he's like and he, and he, he was like, so you fired rounds and it came back? And I said within three minutes. And he's like, that's not good. He's like, that means the bear unfortunately has been trained from other people that are doing this, and it's it's you know, it's a bear, and so like they're smart, they're gonna do this. Um and uh so basically we ended we up talking for a while, but he's like, if your property's being threatened or you feel threatened, of course you can you can take a bear out. And then he was like, you shouldn't leave your screens open, like because it may come into your house. And he's like, "If it's in there, it gets cornered." And I'm going, "Dude, this is." And he's like, "Well, I saw the video. The bear was on your deck." And he's like, "What's?" The... He doesn't know the difference between your garage or your screen or in your house or your not house.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so now I'm like, Jesus! Like, this is a whole uh, thing, and it's like kind of like this weird situation that we're in. And it was back this morning, and I went out with a yeah, nine Yeah, there's no millimeter. other way
1: to get rid. Like, and how I, do you?
0: So what I what I did is I have I uh, we're in a kind of my, my our mountain home right now where we're building our new one. So I have I have a I have a safe. That's the other thing is like if a bear were to come into my house, all my guns are locked in a safe. I know. So like the going back there and grabbing this whole thing and like doing it and, and anyway, so um he told me what to he he suggested that I get like rubber bullets and a shotgun, um and like shoot it in the hind quarters. It doesn't it just bruises them. If, yeah. you're, if you're as long as you're like twenty yards away from them, um so he gave me the proper protocol to do that.
1: At um, least try that first. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and that's kind of so I I had my dad bring in a shotgun <laughs> today too. To um and then get some rubber bullets just so I can I can try that. But it was like I've never like the aggressiveness of this bear mm-hmm. and the way it growled at me. Sarah was inside and heard the growl.
1: Really? Like, you
0: should hear her tell the story. She's like, like the the skin like or like you know the hair, the hair stood the up in the back of like, her yeah, neck yeah. stood up and she was like, and it did for me. I was like and I had a pistol like that would that would have.
1: But those things can go fast. I know, it like that's the thing. And I, I literally yeah. turned around and
0: walked inside because I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to like mess with this anymore. Was it, a, it a
1: male or a female? It was
0: a male. Um,
1: there were no, there were no cubs. No anywhere. Yeah, that's interesting. That it would be. But is he, this the time of year where they? Where well, they so eat what here? he was also
0: saying is we've had a lot of flooding, so a lot of the natural crops are not there. Everything's yeah. delayed, so they're looking for. They're starving. Yeah. So I yeah. feel bad for them, right? Like cause they're just trying to get food. But he's like, yeah, it's a major problem right now. We have a, we have a, we, and again, they don't, you know, they're trying to figure out how to, you know, coexist and survive. Obviously they, they love animals too, and they hate anything just killing, but like, they're also trying to figure out like, you can't, the other thing he was saying is like, and I get it, like one person can ruin it for the bear. That like, and it's like yeah. it's just unfortunate that somebody leaves their trash out, and it just starts mm. realizing and thinking that it can do it, and or then,
1: thinks it's fun to feed them. Exactly, yeah.
0: like it's kind of what it is, and it just and then the bears get used to it, and then or if they go into like one property, they start getting on people's porches. They usually like like will, will terminate the bear, unfortunately, because it's it's the it run the, he won't stop. Like they'll yeah. they'll now they have no fear, so they will go into anybody's house. Right. And to anything that they're doing. So when they start doing that, he was like, yeah, well, basically like use your discretion. He's like, if you do shoot it, you know, make sure you call it. Call right, and, right away, yeah. and then he's like, I'll give you the place that we, he's like, field dress it and we'll get it up and we'll, you can have all the meat or you can donate it. And so we'll take it and do the whole thing. Um, but it was really it was a really interesting experience. I've never had to to do that, and you know, of course, mm-hmm. my kids are like, we can't kill the bear. I'm like, they like, they want to feed it, and I'm like, you can't feed the bear. Like, of course, we're not, but like yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, they yeah. want to do. So
1: yeah, because they look cute from far away. Yeah,
0: I know that you know, they they do, and it's there, but it's like they're still wild animals. They can yeah. still attack. And they and then the thing is, then it's like literally like what well, the only thing i'm really afraid of is it coming into our house yeah they can go into a he's like this year we've already had bears come into houses and that's when they get cornered that's when they attack
1: that's right Yeah. and so
0: i'm like jesus like it's already been on our anyway so it's be an interesting experience how yeah delivers. do you keep everybody posted your
1: windows open or like? we leave doors? our screen
0: open to our yeah to the, to like to the, the main back door and he was uh... like oh you can't leave that open anymore i'm like oh, so so now we, we don't have AC in our house. and so I'm like, well, we can't open our windows. And he was like, I get it, dude. Like, he was kind of like, I'm just telling you, like, it's like that that's there the, when he's because the, the way he displayed behavior after firing rounds in the ground and still coming back three rounds yeah. later, he's not scared.
1: Yeah.
0: So he's like, he's Concerning. like, it's like, it's like, I'm sure people have put pots and pans. They probably did different things. So he's like, try the rubber bullet. Um, so that's our next phase of what we're gonna try. Is it
1: only this one bear? Do you have other ones that a, keep there's coming? There's two of them
0: there's two or three of them. There's, there's two. They're all I, we saw a ma, a sow with three cubs this um, earlier this year, and then a sow with four cubs, all in our area. There's there's just so but many. But they're not bears. being
1: as aggressive. It's this one particular one that's being there's a bit more that aggressive.
0: There's two that are aggressive. Um and it's just it's there. Their Dale is actually mountain biking in a different area of still. Could have been the same bears, but most likely not. I was telling him this. I was riding my mountain bike up with a buddy behind me, and the bear walked in front of us, turned around. 10 yards off the trail and was staring at us yeah. and we just kept going but it was like unnerving yeah, like it yeah. was just the way they are looking at you now like it was like this like they're just dialed in it's almost yeah. like it's almost like as if they're like they don't care about you they they used to be so scared of humans they used humans. to be afraid of humans that's why I'm yeah, saying if yeah, like, you never not. see them you would smell like they smelled any humans they heard you they were out now it's like they're just like turkeys <laughs> Yeah, like it's like it's wild for what it is but crazy yeah
1: uh we'll definitely keep us posted on that yes. situation. <laughs> oh, well. oh my God. Um okay. So we're gonna totally shift topics if you're let's, okay with that. There's I did have one question that I kind of wanted to ask you, and then we're gonna move into some um other topic. But I just wanted to get your take on change. I know we've talked about change before and how difficult change can be. Um, but I, I guess I was just kind of curious. Uh, about your experience with change specifically, maybe more recently. Like, do you have any recent examples of any particular change you were trying? Because I feel like you're so disciplined and you're so habitual that have you had to go through this recently where you've really been trying to make any particular change and, like, what was easy about it or what was more difficult about it? Because I'm not saying you don't change, but, like, I also don't feel like you're like, oh, my God, okay, I really need to redo my entire nutrition Or or something like that. Like you've done a lot of that work already. So what? What becomes the difficult change for you to like today in your life?
0: You know, I think it's more about optimization and efficiency than it is about change. About a big change. Yeah. Like, and and I also think my. I mean, I wake up every day with my main focus uh, of of losing my ego or self concept. So I mean, that's really when I put energy on something, I'm putting energy on the work that I always talk about on, 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 uh, on this podcast or anytime. Right. Like I, yeah. and then I show up, it's like, it's so funny. It's, it's re- really weird kind of situation. Like when you are really like, you, you can talk about the mind and the deep awareness and it's like, then you just show up in all these roles that you play. Right. Which is kind of fun. Like, and at times you may not talk about it all. Right. Like you just, And because people sometimes they get around me, they're like, oh, so you just talk about spirituality. I'm like, no, I do. I'm just, I have fun. I play sports. Like I'm interacting with my kids. I can just do everything that normally I'm just always working on myself while I'm doing all that stuff. And so if there's anything, it's like that, that could be part of the change. Cause I think people, they, they, if you haven't like hung out with me, like they think, or any teachers or even like Michael Singer, when I got to hang out with him, like, Sure, you're talking about those things, but he watches Seinfeld, right? So it's, it's, it's not like you're not playing with all the things in the world, and it's not like you're walking around, you know, you know, preaching that all the time. Maybe some people are, right? But it's like there's also a lot of really cool, fun things to do, like right, sports and swim and learn, you know, music or whatever it is. Um, I think if anything, I've, I, uh, I've been learning uh, different sports recently. So I'll give you two mm-hmm. examples. I started cross-country skiing, Mm-hmm. Um, which I had never done before, uh, which was a kind of a change to do. I just love figuring out, like, like I love growth in anything that I do. Um, and then I also started playing tennis, which is kind of fun, mm-hmm. um, and, and lacrosse, and, and lacrosse. And yeah. I started playing lacrosse too, um, and learning those things. So it's more been probably on the sports side of just that getting that growth from it. Yeah. Um, but change is an interesting thing. Uh, again, I think I put my energy in waking up every day of just really making sure that whatever I'm, whatever moment that I'm meeting, it's as pure as possible that I can.
1: Yeah. The only thing, uh, one little thing I can think of that you've mentioned before with, and maybe it's a little bit sports related is that, um, you have had to adjust some of like how you, d- when the time you do activities. And I know that's like a really minor yeah. change, but for you, that's actually like yeah. kind of a bigger change. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> maybe it is. Um, but, yeah, like, do you find that difficult or you just find it kind of like, well, this is just what needs to kind of happen in order to learn this new thing?
0: Yeah, well, the example for the, like, lacrosse, I started playing in the lacrosse league at 8 o'clock, 45 minutes away from my house, and then we played for 90 minutes. And I played for the first couple of times part of the summer, and then I stopped playing because it's too late. Oh, okay, I really okay, enjoy yeah. it, but it was, like, it was, I would, it would, I felt, like, hungover.
1: It was not one of those, actually, that's kind of interesting because it's not a change that you were willing to do. Yeah, well, it wasn't,
0: it wasn't, I Look, it was really, I mean, we're trying to actually start a men's league in Stowe mm. at like six o'clock, which <laughs> I would love to play and yeah, do. Yeah. I just am a morning person. I love to exercise in the morning. Um, it takes me away from my family all day. And then I, I wake up, like I miss yeah. my morning routine because I'm, I'm going to bed at 1130 midnight
1: yeah, that's way too every week.
0: And it just, yeah. and it felt like it was actually wrecking a couple of days for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if you do it once or you're going to travel and that happens, like those things are going to, they're unavoidable. But I felt the the pressure or the stress from uh from keeping it that late and I'm like, I don't that's not something I want in my life. Yeah. And then I was like, well, why am I really doing it? I was like, I want to. I really liked learning about lacrosse. And there's other ways I can do it do too. It. And so like that's I'm a lacrosse board, I'm coaching, like I'm I'm watching YouTube videos. I like, I can learn all about lacrosse and I love playing with it, but how can I go play then I just try that with my kids? And so I play that way. And I and I would love to play in a men's league. Um and I just I do not Uh, Do well when it's that late, especially when I'm up at four or four thirty in the morning. Yeah, and you're getting home and trying to go to bed uh, by best case eleven thirty.
1: Yeah, actually, that's a very interesting um, example. But I'll
0: I'll tell you, I'll tell you, my ego was like, "You of course you're gonna play.
1: Oh yeah, of
0: course you're gonna play this. You committed to this. You're gonna play. By the way, it's like you pay ninety dollars for summer, so you can show up whenever you want. It's not like a team needs me. It's not like it's like it's just you throw your sticks in there when you show up there and. People show up three times a year and one time a year or every time, right? There's just like mm-hmm. it's, so. It's not like it's it's not like a it's not like a team that you're letting down or anything. Yeah. Um, but that's the that was it. Like I could feel my ego resisting, like oh, you're gonna give up on this, and I was like, no, it has nothing. I'm like you just say what you want, buddy. Like yeah, there's yeah. nothing to do with that at all. Um, and I was like, the only reason why you're even commenting on this is because you want it so that people can see how tough you are or whatever it is that you can do. Um, and I was like, that's not why I'm doing any of this anyway. So you just gotta be careful of that thing, trying to grab you and and put you in there. Cause the ego would have been like, you're going to play. And I, I, uh, sure. Could I have pushed through? Absolutely. But like it's, and that's, and you
1: probably would have like 10 years ago. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's actually when I, after college I started, I was continuing playing hockey and I even playing in a men's league twice a week. And even like the first year or two, I was, I had a blast. And then when I started getting more focused in business and things, the eight o'clock games there were too late and it was the same. Mm-hmm. And I stopped playing hockey for the same reason.
1: Well, I, I was just going to say, it's such a good example of like being really clear on what, but you need to be clear on what's mm-hmm. important to you so that you know what to say yes to and what to say exactly no to.
0: And for me, number one is exercise. And so I always get like, that's like, I'm getting it whether it's there. I just prefer to do it at like five in the morning. Right. Than, than, or even like I do a, I do a one change that I had to is this year I do a Monday night gravel ride with like there's like 10 of us that do it it's from five to seven and it's great mm-hmm. but I can do it it's in Stowe. it's five to seven I show up there like 455 so it's easy I'm home by like seven just after seven o'clock so mm-hmm. I'm still seeing everybody and it's it's fine I love that's a different change but I love I love that aspect yeah of it. and it aligns with all it's exactly else right it's too. just late yeah. enough that it's still fine yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not too it's not too not too, not too much
1: Okay, so you want to share a little bit about what you were thinking this morning when you were sharing about um, taking a pause, a quick pause. Yeah, so I
0: think and this is this is good for everybody. It's just to I wrote to our group this morning, which is I try to write to them every day um, throughout the week for the most part. And just as a quick reminder, just take a pause. Like, I think we get so caught up in like, okay, this is so important. And if you just stop for a second and realize everything you ever really thought that was really important in your life, is it still important to you? I mean, and the answer for 99% of it is no.
1: I was like, some things are still important. Of
0: course. I'm just saying for 99% of the stuff that you have, you'd bothered yourself about that you thought was really important, really wasn't important. So the pause is just to pause for a second and go, okay, how can I just enjoy the simplicity of my life? How can I enjoy the unfolding of each moment so I can put my fullness into it? Right. And it's just like, it's only, only the mind will cause suffering. If you if there is no chatter happening in the mind, you are not suffering. So it's like man like Romney uh, Maharshi used to say like man minus God or man minus mind Mind. equals God. And what he's really saying, man or woman, right? It's just that's the way he said it. uh, Was when you get when the human experience that you're having, and when you get rid of the chatter that's happening in the mind, you you fall back into your natural state of consciousness slash God, whatever you want to refer to it as. And that's really what you're doing. It's Remember, the, the mind will only say things that it wants or tries to avoid. So there's two things you're always doing. You're trying to get what you want or you're trying to avoid what you don't want, right, for the, for the most part. And that's, that's what it comes up with for ideas. And then the thoughts are all generated about you. So it's all about you. All about We talked about this last podcast too, right, which was just like if you watch the mind, 99% of your thoughts that are there are all about me, myself, or I. I don't really like the weather. Me, I don't like the way this car is driving me. How come this person didn't respond to me? How can I get this raise? How can this thing? It's just all about you. Every moment, it's about something that's not going the way the ego wants it to, which is why the ego can never be your spiritual advisor, and the ego is completely spoiled. And if you continue to spoil it, just like a toddler, if you want it to shut up, right, if you want the ego to shut up, you go do what it says. And that's what people are doing, and it makes it feel okay. Just, if the, if just like you're like, oh, I need to go get a new job. And just the fact of going out there and listening to it and starting to try to go get a new job, you instantly start feeling better. So again, it's just like a two-year-old. If you give the two-year-old constantly what you want, then when you're giving it to them, they're, of course they're going to they're gonna stop. But it's see what happens. It just creates a bigger effect later on in your life. That's really where karma comes in. Karma is the action of something you just took, right? And it's, it's, it, And it can be from lifetimes. It can be from this thing. So if you meet a moment with a lower probability, it's creating an event in the future that will affect, which is which is what karma is.
1: So the ego, if you give the ego what it wants, it'll shut up. Momentarily. If you, will it also stop if you don't give it what it wants? But like, it just takes longer?
0: Well, I mean, Yorkshire, I think I've used this before, which some of the best lines he ever said is, an ignored guest quickly leaves. So right. when you when you start to ignore... The but, the, mind. but
1: the easier thing to do is to just give it what it wants,
0: because that's what everybody knows, right? That's and what are everybody Are you saying does. that's
1: that's when you use the pause, or when do you use this quick pause that you've? Been well, I think it's it's exactly right. About.
0: Just The quick pause can happen before you go and serve the ego. Quick pause. Why am I why am I going to do this? And the answer is because the, the mind just told me to. And the real deeper answer is because I'm not okay. Meaning, again, we talked about last podcast where you said you had this wonderful inspiration. You felt inspired. I could tell in your email. You just feel that. If you're feeling that every day, the mind doesn't go out there and cause problems. In fact, the mind actually doesn't even want to. It just doesn't. It's just like you keep asking it. And you don't even realize Mm -hmm. you're doing it. So, again, when there's not a challenge, when there's challenges in life that show up, that's different. Mm -hmm. You, You can respond to a challenge. Right, which is fine. You're going to have that every day of your life for the most part, but you're doing it from a completely sense, a, a total well-being sense. And again, it's that feeling that's that's inside of you. So take this quick pause before you 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 act on what the mind or the ego is telling you to do, just so it can get its what it wants, and again, can keep controlling you. Which is why the it's like, um, what did the Buddha say? He said, "I teach suffering, and I teach how to end suffering." So what he's really saying there is that I teach suffering. I teach the, the, the fact that you guys should all be aware that you're suffering every single day, mm-hmm. that you're suffering constantly for all those different things. Um, so you're constantly suffering, right? And then on the, the second side of that, which is um, I teach how to get out of suffering, which is, again, relax, release. The cause of all suffering is preference. The cause of all the all preferences, desire, which is likes and dislikes. So when you start, stop moving and listening to the mind you end suffering
1: where's the line between voicing your opinion and letting your ego doing do the talking
0: if your opinion is purely to point out something or to provide an opinion with no attachment to the attacking attacking of a person
1: or trying to be right or
0: trying to be right it's p- totally cool to share and you you people already know the difference to this okay so if somebody just said everyone knows that you're in a clear state and somebody's like uh you know, what are your thoughts on bananas? And you go, I don't really like them. And like the, and the, and the person just could care less. And they're like, okay, great. You just shared it, right? You just, there that's is no, atta- yeah. yeah, you don't really care what they're thinking. You're just kind of sharing your opinion. Or you've been in those conversations with friends that you know that there's not, or even, here's a better example. You take a, a child that can speak that's young enough though, that isn't tied to their consciousness and you start talking to them about their opinions. They will share with you what they want, but there's no attachment to it, which is why mm-hmm. it feels different than talking to an older human.
1: Right. It doesn't feel like there's like an agenda or they're trying to convince you to do one thing or yeah. another or they're trying to prove themselves right or you wrong or they're trying to get their way somehow. Yes. Well, I mean, sometimes kids can do that, yeah, but,
0: but generally yeah. in the context that I'm saying, there yeah. is they're just they're just sharing it freely. But there's no energy behind the comment. Mm-hmm. So for most people, when you're sharing your opinion, you're trying to share it so you can feel better about yourself. So you be either heard. You want to be right. You want to be recognized. You want to be validated, whatever it is. Those are why most people share their opinion.
1: And that's really the ego doing talking percent.
0: That's exactly yeah. what it is. It goes disguised as I am right. I am right. Everyone needs to know it, right? So therefore, go share your opinion. Go post it on social. Go tell everybody. I mean, ninety nine percent of people are posting on social media to to satisfy their ego. That's what they're doing. Yes. That's what it's just because the ego tells them it's not wrong. It's just a part of the thing. But if you want to go deeper in this, like you can post on social media or you can do different things. And you don't have to do it from like how many people liked it, how many people didn't like. Here's the test from it. Can you go post something and have people challenge you or not like it at all and you'd be still totally
1: fine.
0: Mm. I'm just you don't have to answer <laughs> the question. I'm just saying yeah. that's it, right? Like it's it's
1: it depends for me personally. I most of the time I I don't mind. Sometimes I mind.
0: Yeah. was well, well it's not you mind, sometimes the ego minds. Remember, that's the difference. It's not you that minds. You don't care at all. The real consciousness of you sits behind ego. The only thing that actually cares is your self-concept, and that self-concept is your ego, right? Which is what you created, which is how you want the world to see you. Yeah, I'm that actually is the only thing that cares. Thinking
1: about two specific posts, one more one happened very recently, where the person wasn't like saying I was wrong, but they were offering a very lengthy explanation about. A different way of viewing this conversation and saying the person I quoted was very wrong, which I did take yes. slight offense to, but um, but both of them, you're right, are about my self concept of being smart and yes. right. And both of the instances I can think of were where maybe whatever was written wasn't as intelligent and as I would have liked to present myself.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's and like then. that. Remember, the, so just as just as an awareness, the only thing that actually cares is your self concept. Yeah. If and so you, who the real you, the big you, the big I, does not care. It's actually it's mm-hmm. totally fine. No matter what happens in life, right. it's again you're only looking at a self concept that's that's waking up and going. The world needs to see me in a certain way.
1: Right. Because if that person had left that comment on someone else's, I wouldn't have cared.
0: Exactly. Right. That's the same point. Yeah. Like if it's not you, so that if, if somebody can say that in somebody else's thing, or if somebody's dying over here, or somebody's winning you know megabucks or somebody's you know this stuff like it doesn't affect you at all it right. only affects you so again that's the self-concept so it's not the act of it happening it's the fact that your self-concept doesn't like it and then it starts telling you what you pay attention to why it doesn't like it and why you're right and why you're wrong and why it needs to be this way and then of course what people do is then go out and try to spend all their energy listening to this mind just so it can satisfy it until you wake up one day and you realize i'm just not gonna play that game and then it's a long journey. <laughs> it's a long journey, but you realize you wake up every day and you get stronger and stronger at it, just like you get stronger and stronger at playing tennis, stronger and stronger at your career, whatever it is that you're doing. You just get better and better at it and then you realize, I'm never going to go back and touch that again.
1: I don't know if this is completely true or not, but I feel like the people who have really self-developed egos or really strong self-concepts, they don't like it when you don't engage yes. with your ego or with don't respond and need, like, in an egoic way yep. if you are just like oh I'm okay with the outcome like I feel like some people don't like that response
0: because there is nothing they can resist yeah and remember the ego or the self concept or they are,
1: want to fight you know the
0: ego will only thrive on resistance that's why surrender is the most the, the best technique you can ever have if you surrender there is no resistance and therefore it can't survive so then it goes away so the ego or your self concept will always thrive on conflict resistance mm-hmm. that's where that's where it has to create it which is why it gets you to act a certain way to resist things or it gets you writing to it or it gets you to say something, right? It's all, like, think about the next time you're in a fight with your partner. Your ego just wants to be right and it's trying to elicit. It, every part of you wants to just say something to get the other person to say something back to you. If the person just hugged you and truly didn't care, it would go, you'd go away instantly. You would literally just drop your sense of being angry because <laughs> there's nothing to resist to.
1: Would you or would you say, "Why don't you care about anything? I think
0: at some point, <laughs> I, think that's, I think it depends. If you're caring yeah. to not care about something, because you're just being aloof and not care, yeah. then that could be an egoic way of not caring. But if, if, you're, if you're truly just sitting there and like you can just sit there and allow that person, there's no more energy or resistance coming mm-hmm. through you, that eventually will fall away for the other person. Which is why, again, the best way to change any form of consciousness is to work on yourself, which has been the concept we've talked about in the last couple of podcasts, which is just to, if you, the way you change anybody or anything is to keep changing yourself, because there is no more resistance to you, so it gives people the space to be themselves. As you give people the space to be themselves, they start to become more aware that they're aware that they're aware, and they work on themselves deeper and deeper, and that starts the, the spiral change effect for the rest of the world, and that's that whole um, sense of consciousness that's shifting. Hey, everybody. Before you go, Helen and I wanted to ask you for a favor. As business owners, you understand that reviews and testimonials are an essential part of growing your business and reaching new audiences. Well, from two business owners to another, we would be incredibly grateful if you could support us by leaving a review. It does really help us get the podcast in the hands of other conscious business owners. So thank you.